Welcome to Off the Top, where Black excellence dwells. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today, our first episode. We'd like to welcome two-thirds of our motivation behind doing what we do, our two oldest, to give perspective on us, to provide some insight to the why, a nonprofit at this age. Ready? Record? Hey, beautiful babies. What's hey, going on, Mama? Well, your dad and I are here because it's, we got some questions to ask y'all for the business. And um, I always say, just be y'all. All right. Because y'all are awesome. All right. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, here we go. Okay, listen. Tell us, tell from your perspective. As parents, how was, how were we growing up? How was it? What do you mean? Our like, perspective as your kids, now yes. being parents? Or? Yeah, yeah, how were we as parents? Oh, y'all were okay. good parents. Okay, let me put it this way. Tell us about us from y'all perspective as a couple and as individuals. Oh, man. Um, man, you said we got five questions. We can be here all night answering these. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, bad lost service. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Nah, y'all, y'all were dope. Y'all were dope parents. Um, we we never wanted for you know anything. You guys worked y'all butts off. You know, provide for us. Like, make sure we had you know anything we not wanted or needed, but like you know, y'all made sure that if we did want something and we you know we worked for it then y'all would make sure we had it. Um, we we got in trouble when we messed up, but we wasn't, you know, getting getting beat up or nothing. So, <laughs> but, uh, okay, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad, <laughs> to, I'm glad people will know we weren't abusing <laughs> our children and then looking like you wanted to go in working with kids. That's nah. Y'all were amazing parents. Very loving, doting. Uh, I liked like the fact that even though there were multiple children in the house, y'all made it, y'all made sure that individually we knew, you know, that correction, we there was multiple we, boys, we were special in our own right. I said multiple children, boys, multiple boys, only one me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, y'all made sure that we knew, you know, we we're a tight family, but each of us individually also knew, you know, how special we were in our own right. And I think that's cool. Like, I'm going to make sure that Charlie and whatever we decide to name this other grandbaby of y'all's Flower. Grow, grow up just like that. Yeah. Um, I honestly am obviously the more dramatic of the children. And I did not realize how spoiled and covered in love and affection I was and how much it made a difference because when I talk with people now I'm like la 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 and they're like you had a birthday cake every year like yes so you know there's a lot of things like you know that 
I, I'm not going to say I took for granted, but now I'm definitely, even, even when I got to college, because, you know, I was still getting allowance in college and people were like, ah, I got to go to, got to leave school and go to work and hopefully make it back home in time for first period. <laughs> like, so things like that, I just, I, I don't take for granted and I'm, I feel very blessed and lucky that I was able to see both of my parents in the house together. So that's why I have such high expectations for what I want with having my son and why I focus so much on having a family because family is very important to me because I, I was covered and surrounded with family and I know what that can do for a child growing up with a lot of outside influences Sorry, my paper looked like it didn't save. Um, <laughs> a lot of outside influences, you know, and it's it's it, it's a great thing. So I I really I'm just glad that I have that experience and understanding. Oh, so. that's awesome. That's nice to hear. Honestly, well, thank y'all. Even... Go ahead. I said so. Thank y'all because <laughs> y'all are the ones that you know. They wouldn't made be here without us. Say what now? They wouldn't be here without us, so thank us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm we, just kidding. We wouldn't be here without them. But would they be parents without us? Oh, boom. Mind blown. <laughs> Chicken before the egg. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and also the, the way that you guys raised us, I'm, at the time growing up, I was like, man, what are they talking about? You'll see, you'll realize this and all this stuff. And I didn't realize any of which I was saying until, you know, once I got, I, I left the house and I was living out on my own. And then it really didn't hit me some of the life lessons until I had a child of my own. I was like, oh, this what mom and dad was talking about. <laughs> so much appreciated on them life lessons. Yes, um, I, 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 I think that's, I mean, you guys' work ethic when it comes to making sure like being good providers and stuff like that, as well as like, you know, like financially providers and then also like um, emotional providers. I definitely, that's why I'm like, there's a, Christian needs to have structure. Christian needs to, what, we're going to do some studying. We're going to do this. We're going to do like little extra stuff. I mean, of course, when we got older, you guys definitely were like you know we laid the foundation so y'all need to y'all should be able to handle this by now but um just having that foundation because you know uh just like with like church not trying to make it like a religious thing like with church like where you start off but sometimes when you get kind of lost you tend to go back to where you where things were started at for you whether or not you know that's where you want to end up at but when you get lost like okay well I know I had a straight point right here so you tend to go back to where you felt safe at so that's always something for me. Just, you know, okay, well, I know my parents said this, and I watched my parents do that, and I know this is what I want, so sometimes I might have to do this to get back, and I just want to say it was really cool watching my mama go to college, go to class, and that sit was down dope. with all them young <laughs> folks and be like, I got this. That was cool. You was you now you study for a really long time. Be like, good God, she studied for fifteen hours in one day. Great. <laughs> we weren't eating nothing, still water. <laughs> but, but just to just to see how happy you were with that, and then also to see 
dad just doing all his stuff. I mean, I feel like this man got a third brain because he'd be like, I think I'm just going to get another degree. <laughs> yeah, dad. I didn't do so hot. I got a dad nice is one of the most intelligent <laughs> people I've ever come across, and I oh, wow. and I put my uh, the way that I'm raising Charlie right now and providing for my family. The you know the the way that I saw you like, hey, this is your family. You you do whatever you can to make sure that your family is taken care of. I put that into my life now and I, I'm i out here providing. And it's because oh my God, I, watched, I watched how hard you provide for us. us. <laughs> an amazing provider, an amazing mm-hmm. provider. And that is definitely one of the lessons that I've taken into my, you know, into my life now, now that I'm in that, in your shoes, so. Appreciate well, I'm not, I'm not in your shoes per se. However, comma, I do remember when Daddy used to work 500 jobs. You remember when yeah. Dad used to be in the Working. and then work at the hotel? Working. Making sure, <laughs> we, like I said, making sure and we then, didn't want for nothing. He was like, and had all you still want to play with like, us. I got what? this. I'm going to make sure I, we, this roof staying over our head. <laughs> come on and play video games. No, Chanel, you weren't born when he worked at uh, Andrews. They told him to move a refrigerator and he quit. <laughs> no, Matt. Never mind. I can't say that. That's not political. I've always had more than one job until we moved here. Here. Yeah. My entire life, I've always had more than one job. But... Hey, that's what's up, man. And look at Gotta you. Do. Gotta do things. Mm-hmm. Next question. Yeah, dang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that first one was a doozy. Here's <laughs> a doozy too. From from okay. your pers- age perspectives, what do you see as the pressing issues in the black community? Pressing issues in the black community from my age perspective, or just because I can go on for go on for days about that one. Um. I well, first and foremost, you know, being older but not super young either. So like I'm I'm in the middle there somewhere. Mm, as a, half of 70. As, as a young, you know, black man in this country, it's hard to see that we are still still looked at as less than no matter the acc- accolades and accomplishments and all that stuff that we can do we're still looked at as less than just because of, you know, the color of our skin, which is crazy to me. We're some of the most innovative, intelligent people on this planet. And yet, because we're brown, we're treated like less than. And that's always been an issue to me. I have gone and fought in a war for this country and still have come home and watched a lady clutch her purse because I was walking past her. That to this day is one of the, like, the craziest memories that I, I I don't think I'm ever going to forget that. Like cr- clutched her purse and walked across the street to avoid me. Like there's things like that. Like you can't, I can't even walk somewhere comfortably without somebody being scared of me or intimidated by me because of the color of my skin or the, the way my hair looks or the way that I dress or the music that I listen to, because it's not something that they agree with or something that they don't necessarily like themselves. 
all of a sudden I'm put into a category where I'm looked at like, you know, like I'm not their equal. And that is, I think that has to change. Like, because it doesn't do anything but breed anger. Yeah. 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 It's hard to be for somebody to take you as a threat when they hold a lot of the marbles. How am I threatening yeah. you and you got all the You are the threat. You're the power yeah. and all this, that, and the other. You know? exactly. But see, that, that goes into really why we are so passionate about this. Because we know that certain things impact you all. And as parents, if it impacts you all, it impacts us. Mm -hmm. You know, we may not sit down and have long drawn out discussions anymore. Uh, <laughs> about these issues, one, because y'all aren't all here anymore. Yeah. But we feel you guys. And for me to feel my children's discomfort or their pain, as you all get older, when you feel your kids, it's going to, it's going to make you react. It's going yeah. to make you want to be even more civic-minded than what you are because you know every action and every non-action in your life impacts them. So yeah. as you all continue to grow and your kids get older, I guarantee y'all, one of y'all gonna be out stomping like this. <laughs> what about what about Well, I uh, one of the things that I've noticed that I I not gonna say I don't necessarily like, I just I don't want our children to grow up living uncomfortable to make somebody else comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. I definitely feel like we are fetish fetishized. Like we're treated like, oh like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like it's like they they love like us, but fairies. they don't they don't. They don't love us. It's like, oh, we we like you, but at a distance type thing because we, we don't we like necessarily <laughs> like we don't necessarily understand you, but we're not trying to understand you. And then it's like we see you, but we don't really want to hear you. So it's very, I think it's very. Um, I, I just, I just want children that are growing up to be okay with who they are and to know that they don't have to change anything about themselves. They don't have to let somebody put them into a bubble and be like, hey, you need to fit this bubble for me to accept you. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. That, Like, that's one of the things, like, I just find it very, I find it very discouraging, but I also find it very motivating because there are times yes. when me at 30 years old, because of how young I look, People like, oh my God, you're cute, and go to like touch me. Like, I ain't know that darn uh toy. Don't don't touch me. And so because of that, I have to be a little bit more aggressive in a sense. Not even aggressive. I just have to be more vocal. I'm not gonna use aggressive. I have to be more vocal about assertive. Yeah. Don't do that. And of course, people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to offend you. But if I don't, if you don't walk up to Susan and pat her head and tell her she's cute, don't do it to me because I'll break your fingers. Like I don't don't touch me. So it's very like I, I just I don't want. I, don't I, I understand because that happens a lot with my hair and with of course Charlie's hair. That, yeah, like I've had I to tell no people toys. like, "What are you doing?" 
Yeah, if, but, if I don't no, walk up and touch your kid, don't walk up and yeah. oh my god, like he's so cute. Show. Yeah, he's like you're a piece. You're 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 an, an object to for them right. to like I'm turn over and look at feelings in my own like don't yeah. do that. So that's why I said I want I want children to be comfortable with making people uncomfortable. I don't want them to live in discomfort to make somebody else comfortable because I I wish somebody would tell me I don't like your son's braids or your son's hair neither. When Skyler over there got a got a rat tail, don't say nothing to my kid <laughs> about his corals. So I don't want, I don't want, I, I just, I want to, I, if you're uncomfortable, because me living the way that's com- being in my natural state is a problem, I want, I want my child to be able to be like, and? Mm-hmm. I agree, 1,000%, Lord. <laughs> so do you all feel like you all were raised to be comfortable in your skin, in your space? Oh, yeah. Who you are? Yeah. Yes and no. Definitely. Yes and no. I was raised that way, but at the same time, I I went to a school where you you guys were like, I was I was still playing with Barbie dolls, and then I go to school and be like, what y'all talking about? Like sex. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so and you know, I've I always was, been. I've always been. Uh, comfortable in my you know my skin and doing what I do because I do I, I've always done things that are not for you know our culture like surfing skateboarding snowboarding skiing things like that where people are cliff like diving yeah yeah cliff diving like <laughs> I've always been like I don't care what you think I'm supposed to do <laughs> I'm gonna do what right. I want and see that part right there is very important because I feel like all of you all are just as broad, the same thing you speak about. You're only as broad as your experiences. Mm -hmm. So you all experience so much till, yeah, you do push the boundaries of the typical brother kicking it from from the city because Mm -hmm. we always push your boundaries. I don't care where we lived at, if it was an interest, we would want to find it. Oh yeah. That was important to us. If you showed it- I'm a little angelic. What? How about that light hitting her? <laughs> that light hitting you, girl. <laughs> you do. Girl, look, if you had on. One had of my on. lights done went out in my ceiling fan, so my lighting situation over here is Need to go get some bulbs tomorrow. <laughs> but um, I do feel Let's like I was, she didn't I'm get sorry. a chance to respond. Chanel. She did. You did? Oh. Work. oh okay. I mean I got cut off, but okay. Go I ahead, guess man. make y'all make y'all comfortable, make me uncomfortable. Ahead, <laughs> I, what I said, I said, no, I don't think she's um <laughs> no, like I said, I, I I was raised to, you know, mommy always told me I was beautiful and daddy always told me I was beautiful and stuff like that. But you know, it's always different for young ladies because Guys just worry about being tall and being able to play basketball. And girls are like, boobs, butt cheeks, developing and things like that. And, you know, so, and I'm, I'm petite. So I'm always like, okay. And it was always, I, I mean, I felt like I was comfortable in my skin, but I did have a lot of like comparisons, not in the house, mm-hmm. but, you know, 
I go outside and be like, I look like a boy. Like, so <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was different. Yeah, but you don't. My my kids are. I mean, not now. <laughs> my all of my kids are incredibly beautiful, incredibly intelligent. So. I'm just I'm just trying to check and see how much battery I have left real quick. All right, I only got 21 percent left. So okay. you're fine. You're fine. We're so let's talk about uh, that transition from leaving the home to going on your own. Oh my god, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what do you wish you would had known or been equipped with when you left home? Oh, when I how to make left. doctor's appointments, that's for sure. Because <laughs> that is scary. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. I hate making doctor's uh, appointments. I hate being responsible for certain stuff. I don't know how to do it. I mean, I know now because I got to do it for somebody else. But even I'll make his appointment, but I'll call from myself and still start stuttering. But learning how to be like an actual advocate for myself and things like that. Like sometimes I would catch myself being like, well, I should probably call my mom. I'd be like, no, I'm the adult. I'm going to do it. So... And, and having other adults look at me like I'm an adult. Because sometimes I would be like, I'm still 16. Be 25. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I used to always say to her, stop calling your peers ma'am. <laughs> They're not ma'ams and sirs. They're your peers. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that. But anything else? <laughs> I wish that once I first left the house, I knew more about uh, like financial responsibility because I went from, you know, making a little bit of making a little bit of money working those jobs I was working and growing up as a teenager work. and stuff like that. Yeah, things like <laughs> that, like working at really McDonald's, things like that, where I'm getting like, you know, a little bit of coins here, which was amazing at the time, making my own money, being able to spend it on whatever. But then I go into the military and I look into my account and there's like, you know, thousands of dollars at a time now in here. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm about to ball out of control. So I just like, went crazy. I was buying all kinds of shoes and chains and stuff when I first got in the, in the I military. I still got and one I, of your big gold chains. Yeah. And then I realized, like, wait a minute. Like, that might I would be do, a that the, I do that on the first of the month. And then by the 15th, like the 10th of the month, I'm like, I guess I'm eating at the chow hall tonight because I ain't got no <laughs> coins left. <laughs> so I wish that, you know, starting off, I would have been more, you know, aware of that. But yeah, other than that, it was, yeah, getting out on my own was, it was amazing because I, I started getting able to, you know, so a lot a lot more freedom. I wasn't really she scared. Said I was scared. <laughs> I, I wasn't scared. I was pumped. I was like, oh my Dad God. Dropped I, me can, off at I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. <laughs> Mom and dad dropped me off at college, and the very next day, I missed breakfast, and I cried for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was too afraid to tell them that I had missed breakfast. <laughs> what? It was, you yeah, always you made it seem like, I got this. You, I made oh, my own. Yeah, you were like, I got it. I got it. And I didn't. <laughs> You guys dropped me off at school. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. You helped me move in. I did all that stuff. And the or it was orientation. And they were like, 
all right, make sure freshmen are up by this time. So you got to get breakfast. And then they gave us an itinerary. And I was like, all right. Nobody came to wake me up. My roommate left. She went to orientation breakfast. I didn't. She didn't care about me. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so I cried in my bed for a little bit. And then I just kind of like got lost walking around campus trying to find out where the next little meeting thing was to get my stuff. And then that weekend, it was like always like a party before like actual classes Charger. started. And I was like, should I go? Can I go? These are parties with adults. Am I really an adult now? Like it was just, it was, I went and I was like, people are dancing in bikinis. And I went right on back to my dorm room. <laughs> I was traumatized. It was too much at one time. So do you do you guys feel like there was some sheltering going on with y'all? Do you feel like we exposed y'all to enough? I felt like I was exposed to like the finer things once because I'm like mm, sushi doing that, but then it was like drugs, ah! like so, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> sushi, yes. Drugs, no. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, and, and um, I don't feel like well. I don't feel like I was sheltered. <laughs> because you went outside I didn't go outside yeah I was like I was around a bunch of things when I wasn't in the house so yeah and, no, I, was always I, hanging out, and I always hung out with people from different walks of life like people that were yeah. uh, like way wealthier than we were all the way to people that you know had one flip-flop they had to share with three people so you know what I mean so I've always been able to I stay in the house I've seen a bunch of different <laughs> aspects of life and I realized that we were definitely a lot well better off than a lot of people. So I play yeah. with Barbies. I, I don't. I never felt sheltered. I, I can always say, no matter where we were, man, you could you get on your bike and, come and within with fifteen minutes of being in a new neighborhood, you know everybody. Yeah, we were PCS, and he would get his his skateboard or whatever, just riding. Come home with time. Hey, tomorrow I'm gonna play with so and so and so and so. Yes. He and would I'd be like, ride oh, off. What? <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> what are we doing just, over this? I just got yelled at for talking on my phone in front of Charlie's bedroom. Oh. You get your charger? Charger? Yeah, I got my yeah. I, I don't have my charger, so gotta go. Okay. Um, what's the next question, babe? strengths do mom and dad possess to tackle some of those issues that kids have made that transition? What are some strengths that you guys have? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I just, you guys have a lot of strengths and as far as like being very intelligent and trying to being resourceful as far as like, I didn't know, I, I'm still learning a lot. I didn't know that dad knew all the stuff that he knows. Cause like I'll come <laughs> in his office and I'll be like, which like this morning, he's like, oh, I'm just doing the books for the da da da. I thought you were an engineer. What is this? <laughs> you're, you're a financial analyst too. Like he just, it seems like you guys know a lot, but you guys don't brag about how much you guys know. So it's very, your strengths are, you guys are very humble, but you guys are awesomely, awesomely 
just full of knowledge. So I feel like you guys, you guys' intelligence and you guys' humbleness and you guys' grace of how you handle certain things is a really big strength because, you know me, I'm going to real quick. So I feel like that's something I could definitely take and something that other like children and other people can look and try and emulate when they handle things and how they move throughout all the different uh all the different all the different things that may come against them Mm -hmm. you know okay I might I might need to operate in love like how you guys do sometimes or I might need to operate in grace or I might need to operate with uh intelligent sound mind so my message is getting heard so that I feel like that's you guys' strengths. I I agree, Chanel, one hundred. I yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. Um, also, I think <laughs> an, an extra an extra thing, if I may, just add a little something on what yeah, you absolutely. do. Man. Don't me. I'm gonna hit you with a little sprinkle something. I think <laughs> that one of you guys' strengths is that you you all have been through every walk of life like you know what I mean like I remember living in that tiny 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 apartment with nothing like we didn't have nothing and you guys are just a good example of like how hard work and grinding for your people and grinding for your family you can you can attain things you know what I mean and so that's one of the on top of what Chanel said on that's also one of the things that I think like you guys have an outlook like you have you walked in every shoe is what yeah. I think so. from the irony of that statement mm-hmm. from in a basement apartment <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> mommy used to go into the laundry room with rusty scissors mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to look out that window I, I can't I feet. don't recall this I remember looking out that little window and seeing people's feet like where are we <laughs> we we and we lived in the basement we had to look up to look out the window and people yeah oh, no. outside yeah yeah it's crazy yeah except uh, for in the living room dining area space those windows were large enough and then you thought those are too large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have bars on those windows. They can literally walk in if it wasn't for those bars. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Chanel. Like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. My, my computer, my laptop had did something. I want to make sure my stuff stays. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the, the uninvited cat that yeah. made us move in two weeks. I remember that. We had that <laughs> in there. We food it. We was like, we're done. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, we got one more. Okay. All right, because I got I, like I got to go to. My phone's dying. Mama, we got cheerings and stuff. Yeah, because I mine's quiet. No. Last question. Last question. All right. What are your thoughts or feelings about you know what we're trying to do with DTC? I think it's amazing. That's I don't I don't have any I think it's dope you guys I don't yeah I I don't have any other words other than it's amazing that's cool I think it's tight what you guys are doing so just continue to do so keep grinding it's it's amazing making sure that you know people that look like us you know know some things so 
I think it's pretty cool too. I also think it's funny watching you guys work as business partners because I obviously live at home with y'all. And um, just watching you guys go switch y'all modes is so funny. It, I just know that this project is full of compassion and love and real hard work and and a little bit of fussing. It's cute though, but it's <laughs> it's 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 full of it's really full of you guys. Is a lot of the bet bet better aspects of you guys' personality put into it. So I know it's going to be awesome to see this in total fruit fruition. That's yes, ma'am. That's yes. the word. Fruition. I, I know it's once, I mean, because even now it's pretty cool. And I like seeing, I just like seeing it grow because I'm like, I'm on the, I'm on styling. I really don't be doing Okay. But watching everything, I'm like, that is cute. Okay, t-shirt. Okay, banners. Okay, business meetings. I just think it's cute. And watching it grow from it being like a, a idea on a dry race board to what it is now is like, okay, I see y'all. I know it's full of love, so I'm excited. So, sending positive vibes. Woogity, 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 we're taking them. We're taking them. We're taking them. We're taking them. I will say this. For, for me, I can't speak for dad, but I can speak for me when I say everything, every moment. You're on camera, dad. Second, every, every aspect of this is a job and my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. I refuse to sit on the sidelines and watch you all go through what I went through, experiencing that level of discourse, that kind of disdain for you because you are other, when in actuality, you're one of the greatest things that on this planet. I can't say enough about the joy that my children bring me, which in turn transfers to our grands grand legacies which in turn makes me fight so yeah everything everything if i feel that one of y'all are upset about any of this racial discourse yeah it gets ugly in my head so um all of this is about y'all passion what is driven uh, what drives me is is, is y'all yeah and, and there's a lot of young folks black and brown kids that have creativity and innovation and things yeah. like that. Like what well, you guys are very innovative, very intelligent. Very resourceful. Very resourceful. And there's other kids out there like that too. They just don't have opportunities to make that connection to some something great. And, and, you have and to, so we want to make sure that we, we're that bridge for other kids to, yeah. make it, to turn into something great. Like you guys are yeah. great. Because the one thing I will say is that as much as you all said there were some aspects or things that you all were missing when y'all left home and you had both of us. Mm -hmm. Imagine that kid, black or brown, who don't even have us. So, so then their list of things go like this. Mm -hmm. You spoke of finance and you spoke about not knowing about drugs and all that stuff. Imagine that list of someone who doesn't have us. There's somebody and, to be more confident 
Yeah. Let me just let me just go ahead and say this. I mean, I knew about drugs, but like I was so uh, that I I used to walk around the cafeteria with a napkin and a and a rubber band around my cup. Oh, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. So people were like, oh, that's, cup. Cup girl. Yes. That's, that's napkin girl. That's really yeah. girl. <laughs> that's all right. Napkin girl is here with all her faculties. That's okay. But no, really, all of this. And every time you guys have a child, it just makes me want to go harder. So I refuse to have them feel any of this. Any of this, it's not, it's not what I want for them. Cause I know my children and anything that shares my DNA is broader. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of your children, where's my little brother at? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, We've been trying to reach him. Trying to reach him. Talked uh, to him earlier today, but he's been chilling. And his focus has been on his class. Today is a big history test. Uh, we'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and hop off yeah. of here. That, thank you all so much. We oh, are yeah. can, can we say thank you? Mm -hmm. We appreciate y'all taking times out of y'all. Uh, all right. My son do the thing. Oh, no. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're thank welcome. you. You're welcome. Love y'all. Love you, Love well, that was, that was refreshing, and that was a, a nice little moment. You know, for me, it was their energy. I, I love their energy. Um, yeah, yeah. They uh, really gave us some insightful nuggets to kind of play around with. Yeah, the, their information really ties back to what our mission is. Um, and the beauty of the three of them, our three children, although you heard only two, and stay tuned, because the third one will be on the next episode but for these two humor insight and their ability to just be authentic was so revealing yeah it made made me feel good i don't know about you but it made me feel good to hear that we didn't do half bad as parents yeah um, we didn't do half bad it was, it was some, <laughs> some some sketchy moments there some, <laughs> but you know, all in all, they said that, you know, we did a, a good job with them. And so we want to ensure that the same things that we provided to them, that we take those same things and give it to our entire community. Because the way that they feel, the way that they present, that is the way that every Black child should be able to present authenticity with humor with confidence so yeah that's what we're doing i'm excited what about you i am very excited and just wanted to make sure our caveat to say that we don't corner the market on child rearing by any stretch of the imagination no. mm -mm. and there are many <laughs> black families that have rich deep traditions and cultures that raise strong young children and we just want to make sure that that goes through all of our community and all of our children. Yes. So, as I said a few moments ago, we're going to have a part two to this mm -hmm. part one. Our youngest, the starving college student, 
will be giving his view of us. Oh my. Well, I can't wait. Me either. As we continue to go deep for the culture and bring you information off the top of the ebony tree. You have been listening to Off the Top, where Black excellence dwells. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment below, share with your friends and family, and come back for the next episode where we will continuously provide usable, tangible, life-shifting information.